Welcome to the Good Intent, Good Impact podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about the concept of privilege. If you are going to be doing diversity, equity, and inclusion work, you are definitely going to run into dealing with privilege, whether it's your own privilege um, or making challenges to other people or systems that wield privilege in certain ways. And as I've mentioned in other episodes, other folks often think of privilege as, you know, just financial, monetary, or socioeconomic status type of privilege. And of course, that's certainly one form of privilege that someone can have. But there's a lot of different other forms of privilege as well. So if you're white in the United States, you have societal privilege. If you are a man, you have societal privilege. If you um, have neuro are neurotypical, um, you have societal privilege. If you are able-bodied, you have societal privilege. So there's a lot of different identities um, that have privilege in our society. And again, that is underpinned by our history. (laughs) That is underpinned by who has been able to get access to certain things based on their cultural identifiers and who has intentionally both at the interpersonal level and at the systemic level been left out of full social, political, economic engagement because of identities they sit at. But when we're having conversations and the rubber meets the road and we're in certain rooms with our our friends or our colleagues and you say something about, oh, you have privilege, it's not uncommon to get pushback around that. So I want to take some time to help frame privilege for folks in a way that is useful and helpful um, to folks involved. So when you're having dialogues about this and this comes up, you are better prepared to navigate those waters. Um, And so I'll just, just for the sake of ease, I'll focus on white privilege (laughs) because, you know, race and racism tends to be Um, very much so a hot topic for a lot of folks and is very top of mind for a lot of folks. So just for the sake of that, I'll focus on white privilege. And when I talk about um, this with other folks, I, I say white privilege is like being in a car accident. Um, So like, say for example, you're driving along in your car and somebody rear ends you, right? You get out of the car you're angry, you know, you're like, why was this person not paying attention? Um, you look and you see how bad the damages are, you know, you have to call the police and file a police report. You have to, you know, call your insurance company and then you have to worry about uh, who am I, who's going to fix my car and then setting up an appointment. You have to do all that stuff to get your car back into working order, um, in terms to be able to move forward. Now, It's no fault of your own, right, that you got hit and rear-ended by this car, right? Like, that car who rear-ended you is 100% at fault for (laughs) rear-ending you in your car. That is not your fault in any way, shape, or form. And similarly, if you are born as a white person, it's not your fault that you're born white right? Like you didn't choose that, (laughs) you know, like you didn't say, oh, I want to be, you know, nobody chose to be born with the racial background that they have or the pigmentation that they have or the phenotype that they have. We were all born into this world as we are. Um, And so if you are a white person, that applies to you too. You, You did not ask to be born into a society that has certain privileges. Nonetheless, Nonetheless, because of our history, 
you carry certain privileges with you whether you want to or not. And as a result of that, even though you're not at fault for being white, obviously, you aren't at fault for the systems that were put in place centuries before you arrived here, you are responsible for navigating and dealing with those systems that were intentionally created to ensure that you would thrive at someone else's expense. I'm going to say that again because it's really important. Although you aren't at fault for being born white, and although you're not at fault for systems of oppression that were created hundreds of years ago, those systems were created with you in mind. They were created to ensure that someone who would be born hundreds of years after they were put into place like you are here now would be able to thrive and done so intentionally at the expense of someone like myself who is not white. That is an incredibly inhumane system to be a part of and it's an inhumane system to uphold. And as a result of that, right, if we're if the point of social justice is to lean into our humanity, right, as a result of that, you as a white person do have a responsibility to do what you can in your locus of control in order to dismantle those systems that benefit you at my expense as a black person, for example. Just like, again, you weren't at, you wouldn't have been at fault for have being rear-ended, but it's your responsibility to go get your car fixed. It's your responsibility to figure out who's gonna do that work. It's your responsibility to call your insurance company. All those things are your responsibility, even though you weren't at fault for the accident. And your white privilege functions in the exact same way. Talking about privilege is not about blame or shame or ridicule or trying to make you feel like you're a terrible person for being white. And I think that sometimes in the conversations, especially because they get incredibly heated and because there's so much on the line for so many people, especially historically marginalized people, it can feel that way to white people. It can feel as if like it's a it's a massive attack um, in a way. And and I and I get that. I completely and totally get that because when you've got a group of people who are asking for equity, asking for equity and to, you know, have the restitution to level the playing field, it can feel like oppression if you're on the opposite side of that. It can certainly feel that way because you have been you know, put in a system and have grown up in a system that has made certain assurances for you in terms of your upward mobility and your success. And so if you're operating in scarcity mindset and you're worried that that's going to be taken away from you because of all the diversity and equity work, it would make sense that that feels like an attack. But again, I'll remind you, social justice work is all about leaning into your humanity and it is not a humane thing to do to want to take part in a system and to support and uplift a system that is literally rooted in the dehumanization of other people. Those two things do not mix. And so if you are listening to this as a white person and you want to do equity work, what you have to understand is that part of that means giving up your privilege. 
in order to ensure that other people who have never had that systemic privilege are able to actually truly have access, equal access to different opportunities and resources that they may not have had or don't, or I should say, don't currently have or have to work extra hard for that you may not have to work as hard for because of their positionality in a society, which again, was not their fault either. Um, and so it's, it's really important to keep that in mind when you're doing this work and to resist the urge as a white person to lean into the defensiveness, to resist the urge to lean into fragility because it undercuts the ultimate work that I think many of you who genuinely do want to do the work um, and genuinely see the value in it, it undercuts ultimately what you're trying to do. So as you're having, again, as you're having these conversations and as these heated conversations about privilege come up around not just whiteness, but around any identity, Keep that in mind. It's it's like being in a car accident. Just because you aren't at fault doesn't mean you still don't have some responsibility to dismantle the systems. And what equity is requiring of you is to lean into your learning edges and to lean into this the discomfort of doing the work of the dismantling ultimately is what we're getting at. I hope that that has been useful to you in terms of framing. If you have any questions about that, please go ahead and feel free to um, send an email to the email that's in the description in the podcast. And if you think as a business, you may want to sponsor a podcast episode, please go ahead and feel free to contact me as well. It's a great way to get your business out there. And it's also a wonderful way to support a small black business owner who is trying to spread my knowledge to help make your organizations more equitable and to help you achieve the goals that you're looking to do to be more inclusive. And so with that, thank you as always for listening. Until next time.